0: So sit down and let's get started. Hey guys, I am so completely honored to have this brilliant woman right in front of me speak to you guys today. I met Alchemia how many months ago? Is it
1: yeah, I want to say it was around six months ago, maybe seven, seven, eight.
0: Yeah, and you'll see from this interview. So like make sure that you have carved some time, get a green juice light some incense and prep yourself for how amazing it's going to be listening to this woman share about her business, how she has been able to, I mean, was it really go from more of a one-on-one to an online space?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: I'm excited. Yeah. So clearly you guys can see, we're just having this open convo. And I think without further ado, it's really to, to ask you, when you came and we had our first call, which I felt like right away, we had that just synergistic bond of how important it is for this woman of today, this woman who is this CEO of her home and this woman to, to be able to embrace her power, to be able to, to pass that on to our children. I mean, that was just right away our, I think the thing that brought us together can you share with everyone uh, about your practice? What what are these fundamentals that you teach?
1: Yeah, you know, the fundamental that I teach really is just transformation, right? I know that's such a broad term, but really just teaching people how to heal, you know, first and foremost, and step into their higher power. I think everybody has unique gifts to offer the world, whether that's in the world of business or just, you know, as a mother or whatever. And everybody has gone through some some shit. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> um, and so, I really like to teach people how to turn their shit into compost. Really, like how to really heal, get over their traumas, get over their blocks, release the blocks, and get to that other side. And I use several tools, if you will, to do so.
0: Yeah, so, even tell tell us the tools because I think this is where you know not only do we all geek out, but for anybody that is listening who wants to hire you, whether they are a coach or a mom or a businesswoman. And then also even for me to just know, oh yeah, what what is what is your jam toolbox?
1: Yeah, so you know, I am a master subtle energy practitioner. I I began studying around 20 years ago and also high vibrational foods, you know, and so I my my transformation tools are really energy and, and food, you know, as gateways of transformation. And then of course, you know, depending on what we're working on, you know, I'm, I'm also a certified law of attraction coach and just in general, a spiritual alchemist coach and life coach, if you will. So, but yes, I, I master in several forms of energy healing, Reiki being one of them, a master biotherapist, medical Qigong. And so, yeah, I think just combining the tools of food and general mindset and, and energy is really powerful.
0: What if, I would say in, in, in today, I mean, we're 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 filming this in february of 2021 what would you what would you say like even in this last year that either you've seen a shift in your business uh certain i mean everyone has problems in life we all have trauma we all have you know even if we grew up in the perfect scenario we all have the way that we've perceived and imprinted our old stories that block us block us to push through fear all the different stuff or just be present. What would you say has really been coming up that you hear from people that maybe has even been different from time before? Do you see something similar always?
1: You know, it's funny. It appears symptomatically on the surface that it's something different for people. So now it's, you know, the pandemic and things. You know, one of my clients just recently told me, you know, that this year has been really deep for them, just in terms of they've just been having a hard time because it's time for that self reflection work. And there are a lot of people who, that's great for some people, but for some people, who have never really taken a look at sort of their shadow self it's it's hardcore for some people so i think with me even with the pandemic i think this is kind of what i told all the people I like mother nature kind of sent us all to our rooms and was like "Take
0: a long hard thing yep. you know what have you done what have you not been
1: doing you know and so that was kind of the case for me i think everybody went through a lot of shifts you know with 2020 and for some people not so great i mean it's you know for me 2020 is more of an amplifier Kind of like how money is, right? So if there's a lot that you haven't dealt with, then 2020 was the year yeah. where that feels even more intense. And then for some of us, we were really already doing a lot of internal work and trying to up level and all that. And I think for those people who were really headed in that direction, 2020 was the year where we we got that extra boost. That's what it was for me.
0: I love that you're saying that because I the conversations that I've been having with people where there is a shift and you can see it in their energy and you can feel it is wow, to really look at this as a, this opportunity, where, as you said, go to your room, pull the rug out, you know, there's, there's nowhere to hide and just facing our stuff. And it's like, are you going to face it and grow? Or are you going to face it and let it take over your life and stay right. in that place? Right. Which, as you said, has always been around, I think just in this past year, I feel like people are more eyes wide open to the work that maybe has been a little scary at times for somebody to think about doing. So that brings us to even last year. Tell us about your business last year. Where were you? What wasn't happening that you did want to happen?
1: Yeah, you know, so my work has kind of been really, you know, I was that person who had a lot to offer, but really wasn't stepping forward into my power for a lot of years. My husband is also an influencer and does a lot of work in the eco-hip-hop world. He was recently featured in the Ice on Fire film with Leonardo DiCaprio and he's done a lot of work so I was kind of really working alongside of him I would say supporting him in the way that he wanted to be supported which I loved doing but I really was not taking ownership of what I was doing and so I was kind of this like best kept secret I would like to say so then, you know, right in before 2020 hit, I would say the whole 2019 year, I got this major voice to just go dive deep into digital marketing. So I literally lived and breathed, just studying more about just the other side of not being so much a consumer social media, but really what does it look like to like run a business on that side of things and really come forward. So that was the whole year of 2019. And I don't know, my guys, they were kind of kicking me like, you don't have a choice. You need to do this. So
0: like, get ready. <laughs> I didn't know, you know, of
1: course in 2020 shows up. So I was like, oh, this is why y'all were telling me this. And so I spent all of that year studying, studying, studying up. And then I also decided, okay, this is the year where I also need to get out of my comfort zone. So I decided to take that leap and open and open my physical practice. I was doing more just kind of underground work, word of mouth work, you know? So I opened my, my physical practice so I could work on people with energy, Reiki, things of that nature. And I literally opened that in January, 2020.
0: (laughs) I love that you're talking about this because a lot of people are in a situation where they either just opened their business and they anticipated it to be face-to-face or they're in a brick and mortar situation where it's still working. But I feel that this last year has made people see, wow, I can have greater impact in when, if I am working online.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it was not, it was great. I mean, I think everything's stepping stone and leads to something else, but I knew that technically with everything that I studied in digital marketing and really getting into kind of the course thing is really what I was interested in that there's really no way to scale that unless I'm trying to do like what Costco did and like, you know, open up multiple practices everywhere. And I really wasn't trying to head in that route. That was not sitting with, with spirit for me. So yeah, it was just kind of that alignment thing, opened my practice and then had to close it right back down in March. I was not an essential business. And at that time I was just getting ready to launch my very first cleanse. And you know, my very first cleanse, I think I had like seven people signed up for it. So I really, this was all again, leading up to this whole pandemic. And so what, what naturally unfolded after that Rachel was just like all divinely guided, and I'm so happy everything happened, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that was the year actually with Studying More that I I was like, okay, what's the smarter way of doing this? Because I have a lot of information in my head. I've got two decades of information in my head, but really, and I knew, I knew what I wanted to do, launching a course, launching programs. But then there was the whole, how do I create this, <laughs> right? I actually did build my first course from scratch and content, and that took forever. And, you know, and honestly, it was just more of a PowerPoint <laughs>
0: You know, when I, I I think I even say to to people, like, if you have the six hours, create the workshop and the PowerPoint and the minute, if you have, you know, 25 hours, create the program. And I really think a lot of us don't think about how much time it it does take. And and let alone the energy and the bandwidth, because I've, I've been on your lives on Instagram and you are there for an hour, really taking somebody through that breath work, showing that transformation on social media so that somebody naturally says, oh my, how can I work with you? This was amazing, this little taste. So I love that you brought up that point because we need that energy to be creative, to do our work, to tap into energy, spirit, source, whatever gives you that like, no, keep keep talking about this. And so when you were at that place where you were searching, how did you even, I don't even know if I asked you how you found me.
1: You know, that's right. So I, again, was everything was so divine. I get a lot of downloads just because I work with a lot of psychic energy. I do psychic healing. So a lot of the information that I got, if I tell you, it's just like downloaded information. So I just started really researching more about you know, white label products, PRL, and your you popped up, you popped up. And it was one of those things where as soon as I read the headline in the search engine, I clicked on it because I was so drawn to it. And when I found your site, I knew I had landed home. I knew right away. I was like, this is it. Wow. I was so grateful, you know, for the information that I got to eat, what led me there. But then when I started just Researching more about you and all the amazing products that you created, I was like, think I start praying to my ancestors, I start praying to you know, just I was in such deep gratitude because number one, I have come I came across a few sites that were PRL, but none of them really spoke to me and just my soul. And Rachel, okay, hats off to you because. You are such an OG in this industry. Number one, you have paved the way. So I got to take just a moment. I know that you're interviewing yeah. <laughs> Take a minute and really just hats off to you because what you have created has really, and I know I'm not the only one who says this, but what you have created has really, really paved the way and made life so much easier. I have never run a challenge before. I've never really done anything in a formatted way other than what I've studied. And so having your products and being able to put my name on it And then just dive into my creative side and like add my twist and then add in my information, everything just, it was such a game changer, such a game changer. I truly would not be where I'm at, honestly, in my business without it. Like there's just no way.
0: Not only does it mean a lot, but I remember when somebody asked if they could buy the program that I created for my business. And I always had looked for done-for-you content myself. So this is going 10 years ago. And I would see stuff that of course was information, but I felt like that soul part was missing. The part where we all talk as practitioners, like whatever that mind, body, soul means for each one of us, that it has to be there, that it's not just do this one thing, that it's helping this person to go through that journey. And so when we, when I or people who have helped, I mean, I, Programs for a very long time. I always thought, if they didn't have me right here, like, would this guide speak to them? And if I was, of course, using this in my one on one or doing this at a yoga center or doing it at a gym or women's wellness, or, you know, would this person really feel that this was different from just a book? Mm. And I always thought about that and how complex it is in this human journey and experience to actually get well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I just, like you said, I came across a lot of sites and there's just nothing that compares to what you offer. Like you said, you, you do speak to the soul like with all your products and your offerings are just life-changing like the information that's in there in your standard PLR products, which I've, you know, I've used some of them and I've had to rewrite a lot of it myself. And I don't really consider myself a writer, but I can write. And it took a lot of time for me to breathe that soul into it. (laughs) So, you know, that's one thing that's so beautiful about even what you create is that I don't really have to really right, you know, breathe soul into it. It's already there. You know what I mean? I just have to show up. And so, you know, I have to say, you know, when I started everything and took everything digital, I did my first challenge without your product and without really a format. And it was a major flop, you know, and it was a learning lesson And just in terms of, you know, of course I learned a lot from that process. So I had to kind of take a step back and be like, okay, what am I going to do different? And also just watching your videos and, you know, all that you have to offer outside of that, just kind of with the coaching that you offer I learned a lot about really niching in and finding my voice because I kind of get all over the place because I have a lot of skills, but it's like, what's that one thing that I can kind of come forward with and and not be all over the place and really establish myself as the expert in that field and then kind of use the other tools as support tools and mechanisms. So I'd say that's the biggest takeaway that I got from even just watching your videos. And then just, of course, the funnel strategies and the techniques, you know, what really it takes to build an online six-figure business, which is what I'm aiming for, you know? So all of that's priceless. I mean, what you have all around is just this 360, beautiful, holistic sort of system, you know, supporting myself and other like-minded people. So I just thank you so much for that.
0: I have an interesting question because, uh, and I'll, I'll share my experience for people that are, of course, watching. When I created my programs, I was like, okay, you know what? I don't need these fancy, fancy covers. I need to make sure that what I'm marketing to on the front of the images, because I didn't know how to make fancy covers. Of course, now, as everyone knows, I'm psychotic about what the cover looks like, psycho, but even when I was coaching with them, I thought, okay, well, here's some really gorgeous, stunning images that I can use to attract that person, to have that person like feel what I want them to feel in the digital space. But I would give myself time limits on editing and spend more time on creating these extra little elements, these extra handouts, these extra videos. So that I knew to get to that six figure point, I had to be really smart with where was my time being spent? Mm -hmm. I knew that the connecting with people and I, I will say for, for connecting face to face, we feel people right away. Mm -hmm. I mean, somebody where it's a referral, but when we're in that digital space, we are needing to really polarize down, get extremely specific and hone people into a little more structure, which is why probably that one challenge worked well, because somebody could consume, get that mini feeling of how this is what, oh my God, there's so much information. And then it's a natural upsell. Mm -hmm. I always spent more time making those simple changes instead of redoing an entire program because I think we started selling the programs. I was two and a half years into coaching. So I had a solid like four years after that of still coaching how much editing and how much changing do you do that has made you say, this is, you know, this is my jam and and proud.
1: Yeah, you know, to be honest, there might be some tweaks I make with like recipes, which are really more because I'm more in the plant based vegan niche. So things that I'll tweak around that. But that's one thing that I'm trying to say is like before, there was a couple of products I use, and I would really have to take a lot of time and change a lot. And so, really, a lot of it is just more, you know, and, and maybe some design. There's a couple of things where maybe I've changed. You know the the color or the colors just more matching my brand. You know, filling in the blanks like you have on your. But in general, the information already really speaks to my audience. It already speaks in a way that I would, where it doesn't sound like you know Rock Ben Stein wrote it. But it's just beautiful. Everything's beautifully written. It doesn't sound boring. It doesn't sound robotic. And so I am spending a lot less time having to go in and rewrite things and do all of that. I have a team that I work with that helps. You know that helps with editing and stuff. So I just, a lot of my stuff is more just kind of putting my own spin on the delivery. Some of the emails, maybe, you know, I, I jazz up differently or, you know, but honestly, not a lot of time spent in that, which has brought back more time and doing other
0: things. Especially because you are such an energetic being. Do you feel in your opinion, because I of course have mine, that the person who sometimes needs to to make So many massive changes and then doesn't do as much on the front side, the part that I saw you when you were doing the seven day shocker challenge. And I was like, oh, my God, like I sat in this office and I ironically was by no coincidence because you were just popping up, like popping up. I would see you just going live. And I said, I'm going to I'm going to go sit there. And you took me through like a breathing exercise and I thought, oh, that that's coaching because like my day, I now feel different. Mm. Do you think that the person who sits there and goes into such massive perfection and major editing spends all that time does not have as much success as somebody like yourself? Or do you think that that's a mindset issue of not really stepping into your ownership?
1: You know, I think it's a mindset thing for sure. For me, I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> so whether I got to sit there and put in 20 hours, which I've done before and still show up, I will do it. You know, I'll do what I got to do to, to bring it, you know, but at the same time, I think, you know, where we are putting our energy is where it grows. So if we can really put our energy into showing up, And, and the way I've done, you know, and, and not so much have to worry about the tech, which can get overwhelming and all of the little details that go behind it. Cause I've been there too. Then it's like, by the time I'm ready to run the challenge, I'm kind of like, okay, (laughs) like, you know, so I, I, I believe that both play an important role, but I think mindset is everything at the end
0: of the day, you know? So let's even talk about, and I want to dive into actually what you're doing, because I think that's always every, every business owner or says, oh, what is that magic sauce that you were able to do? Did you find that before when you, when we're referencing technology, do you now keep things really easy? And if so, what does that look like? Signing people up for a challenge or?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have an amazing team behind me. And so You know, I, I would say technology was something that in the beginning I was trying to kind of master every arena. I'm like, okay, I'll be the digital marketing master and the ads. And then I realized, okay, now what would my million dollar self do? Okay. The million dollars to me would not sit here and be the jack of all trades because honestly, when you're learning how to run ads, that's a whole nother, like you can't master ads overnight that I'm like, am I picking up another PhD here? Not really what I want to do. Okay. Same thing with kind of content creation. I think that's your, being someone who can deliver content versus someone who's creating content. That's, those are two different things to me, being able to create content in a way that speaks to your audience in a way that makes sense and create creating courses. That's a whole nother thing. So for me, I think that, you know, and I think I just got off track because I went onto a tangent. No, no, oh
0: my God. The tangent was great. I mean, what you're saying is really delegating and finding What financially that looks like in that container, in that bucket, so it doesn't take away from being present with your family, being present online, bringing that transformation to everything that you do.
1: Yeah, yeah. And just with the tech thing, I mean, I think anyone can go to world and consume consumed by that as well. I've just been really savvy and smart in terms of what I'm willing to to do hands-on and what I'm not. And there's other tools out there like fiber, There's all of that, which I've utilized, you know, yeah. in the department. And then certainly, and I'm also a very hands-on person because even though when I am hiring someone, I still want to know what's going on and I still want to understand it. So I think in general, you got to do, as a CEO, you have to do what you got to do.
0: And you got to um, make those, those big decisions because- I know for myself, when I was at that point, very similar, I was like, there's one of me, I'm spending so much time like trying to create a sales page. This is not my zone of genius. I need to take X amount of money, not go out, not spend 20, like I love you whole foods, but not spend $20 for lunch, like really make some personal decisions so that I wasn't dying in the places that didn't serve me. Absolutely. Which Absolutely. brings me to the next one of when you say show up tell me tell me for for your ideal client because of course we all have our different ways of showing up but what does that mean for you to show up consistently daily what are your non-negotiables?
1: My non-negotiables are number one my energy has to be bright. So in order for me to show up fully that means that I need to take care of myself and this is something that I teach whether you're in the world of business or not, is the first person you have to show up for is yourself. Because if you're not coming with a full cup to pour from, and you're pouring from a half-ass empty cup, or, you know, a few drip and drops there, you're not delivering what you need to be delivering. And energy is translated beyond what you're saying. It's translated in your body language, it's translated in your voice, it's translated in just your overall energy, right? And your ability to receive, you have to be able to sit there and just be there for your client and be able to receive the energy that they're bringing to you and transmute that.
0: Tell me when it comes to you showing up and doing your lives, doing your IG stories, doing doing the stuff that actually requires, you know, the present you, that energetic flow you, what do you find has worked for you within you know, your day or your week? And I, whether you have a team or not, where when you're thinking of what is this next month, how do you create a week so that it really flows, it's consistent, it's doable for, for you as the person that you are?
1: Yeah, absolutely. For me, it's been, it's kind of, you know, finding that divine feminine and masculine flow. So in business, what divine masculine looks like is you have your structure, you've got your, here's what I'm going to do, my time, my days, right? I've had to really work on that part because that part for me, I'm very flowy when it comes to doing lives, but more so I'm really like that in like, okay, behind the scenes, I'm very structured. But then when it was coming to doing the lives, I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll do a live like once a week, every two weeks, every, and then that wasn't working. So I've really had to get narrow, you know, really kind of narrow in and create what my topics are going to be. So I kind of lay out, okay, what's my focal point going to be for the week or whatever this week's live is. And I'll just jump on and not overthink it. I think sometimes we overthink when we're getting ready to do a live, like we're like, okay, like, yeah, we got to plan a little bit, but let's not... Right. Let's not
0: get to the point where it's so masculine and so masculine that you can't then like feel that because I think, and I'm sure you agree we can meet people face to face, but it's like, you can also feel the vibe of like people coming on and you want to be there. Exactly.
1: So it's just that beautiful marriage of, you know, that divine masculine and feminine energy in terms of business. So for me, there are times where I'm like, you know, I'm not really feeling doing live this Monday. I feel like I need to show up in another way and I'll honor that. And just, but making sure that that showing up part is consistent. So I stay connected, I think for me. Yeah.
0: I, I think that was absolutely the best advice because I, what I see a lot of coaches can have, there's a purpose, there's a drive. We know we're meant to do this. And as you said, all these different compartments and building a business can feel overwhelming, but I always say, know what you're doing in that week and hold yourself accountable and then make those decisions like you so eloquently put like this, this was not allowing me to be in that feminine flow and to also have a strategy behind it. And so outsourcing to what didn't need to be your, your work and, and really embracing you know, not only what works for you, but giving giving yourself compassion if that day that you can't show up and saying, but let me spend the energy that I may be with there and figure out how can I be quiet and kind of message people on, you know, back on my Instagram or like, how can I kind of still connect but in a different way?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, beautifully put.
0: And I would say to close us out, what do you find that really works when you are having that time where it's like any, we have that self doubt, we step, we step in that place where it's like, (gasps) I don't know, this is scary, which I know building a business and being in any growth time is scary because it's all new. What is, what is the thing that really works for you?
1: Just being really willing to fail, (laughs) being willing to show up as your raw authentic self and all that comes with that. I think we, get consumed to by other people's presentations and the super polished world. And I think that in general, what 2020 has brought in, and I think social media is even changing where people are wanting real and authentic these days. And so we're thinking we need to show up as someone else when the best person you can be is just you because people respect authenticity and they want to connect with the real person. They don't want to connect with something that's fake, or even something that's overly just done up. You know, I expect your raw authenticity when I see you. And I think that that's what we all really crave is we're tired of the fake. And so I think a lot of us are afraid to be vulnerable. We're afraid to be ourselves because we think we're not good enough. Or we're afraid of being judged or we're afraid of, well, what if I fail? And, you know, just being okay to be you because you're a person and you're a human. And so if you, stum- I stumble all the time on my lies and I'm just like, ah, ha, ha, you know what I mean? It's nothing. You know, I think the biggest thing right now is just being you because we need more real. Authenticity. We need people are craving that they want a real connection. And so just getting over, we're always our biggest critics at the end of the day. Okay. You know, I had all this like reserve about doing lives and all of that. And you know, I and now
0: look at you. I and mean, yeah, I, know, I, I mean it makes
1: no sense because in my background, I've done stuff on stages. I've worked with I was at the Obama White House, and I still had this thing of like going on a live.
0: But it crazy? Is that, it's like that's I think that's One of the things that I felt with you right away, you were like, I don't even know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it. And I'm just going to believe I can do it. And it's just, it's just knowing that our fears are so much, so much bigger than the reality of actually just doing it.
1: Exactly. It's like when I held a tarantula for the first time. I was like, I'm, you know, I had this thing with spiders. I don't know why. This whole, my whole, and then one day I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna hold a tarantula. I had to really work myself up to doing it. The sweats. I was so nervous. And then I was holding. I was like, oh, oh. I mean, yeah, it's totally fine. Like, it was not that big of a deal. So yeah, you just have to push through the fear. Your why has to be bigger than the. Fear. Fear. Yeah. You know, your why. You know, remembering why you're doing this. You know, we all want to live our life on our own terms. I think is why we and serve and serve at the same time. So if we can do both, right? Which is just owning, you know, the gifts that we have, and then the, of course fear is just a natural thing. Like subconscious mind doesn't understand. It's like new territory, and then it like talks you out of doing it. Yeah, we have to over that, you know, and just let our why override that.
0: Tell. Every, I mean, I am. You can see me. I've got like my my, you know, red cheeks from just this. Like, filled up my day in such an amazing way. I know that there are coaches or somebody who's listening to this and says, "I don't have that. I don't. I don't have that peace. I don't. I feel lost and and or needs to work with somebody like you who really is like." this is me, this is life, let's go, let's let go of all all that stuff we talked about today. Stuff that really does not serve us on any level. Mm -hmm. You tell everyone where to find you, social, I mean, you have a gorgeous website.
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah, you can find me. alchemyarearth.com is my website. And social is alchemyarearth Earth. And that's just across the board where you can find me. So yeah, I've got all kinds of services on there. And we can do some energy work because that energy is real. You know, those blocks and all of that. We can move out that out of that out of the way with that. And at in, in the general, we always know that like we're always our biggest obstacle. Isn't that <laughs> so yeah, we always we're always our biggest obstacle. So and I
0: think that's the beauty and and just even in closing this, it's like, we often forget how powerful it is to work with somebody, but that's why we hire coaches. That's why we do the communities. That's why, because we can get stuck in our own stuff. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we need sometimes a little assistance to get us unstuck, which I wouldn't be here without my coaches and my yeah. heroes. You That's
0: the truth. Name yeah. the truth. Well, guys, make sure you follow this amazing woman. I mean, you will be blown away by what you see when she talked about showing up daily. She walks the walk and talk the talk. And I would say if you're on that fence of self-doubt or inner critic and you're just really sick and tired of being massively sick and tired of feeling that way, hire this woman. Thank Uh, you so much, lady. Thank you. Ah, Unbelievable. All right. Well, you guys know what to do now. Take notes, go back and listen and um, have your why be the run in the show instead of the fear. All right, guys. Bye. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review truth I love honesty. Your views help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you, bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys soon.